Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Brown Girl's Guide. So this week's episode is all about vulnerability and how to implement vulnerability into all aspects of your life. So first, I'd like to start off with my little new segment. So currently, South Africa is undergoing a femicide. Um, Femicide is the killing of a woman or girl on account of her gender. So most often this is committed by a man, but it may be committed by female family members as well. So a woman is killed every three hours in South Africa. And since the reopening of the country in June, gender-based violence has just surged. So if you can donate, please DM me and let me know. And I can definitely send you links to some sites and that are accountable. And please just sign petitions which are also in my Instagram bio and most importantly raise awareness and share this information. On July 21st, Tiana Arada was arrested by San Luis police as her and her friends were loading up a car after a protest. Um, She is facing 15 years in prison for peacefully protesting. So Tiana and other protest leaders have led numerous peaceful protests over the past months and the SLOPD is using her arrest as a political statement to try and suppress their First Amendment right to protest. So the link is in my bio to sign the petition to free Tiana. Um, Since the explosion in Lebanon, people have also been protesting on the streets since the government has stepped down and Beirut has been devastated, essentially, and police are using violence and tear gas to dispel protesters, but that is not slowing them down. So please just sign petitions. There are so many videos on YouTube that you can just let run in the background. Like you can mute it and just let it run and just let the ads run and that ad money will be used to donate. Um, So just do anything that you can, really. Kamala Harris is making history as Joe Biden announced her to be his vice presidential candidate. So she would make history as the first Asian American, Black American, and woman ever to be vice president of the United States. Um, Belarus is also the last remaining dictatorship in Europe. And since the president was re-elected, doing that in air quotes, because not really, it's not democratic. And this just happened recently. And the official opposition leader, who's like the people's favorite, she had to flee the country amidst threats to her children. The people of Belarus have been protesting in millions and they've been met with stun guns and tear gas and all other forms of police violence. So please sign petitions and educate yourself on the topic to stand in solidarity with the people of Belarus, whether it's donating or whatever else you can do. So let's get into the episode. So first, I want to talk about what vulnerability means and what different areas you can be vulnerable in. So I think to be vulnerable takes a lot of courage because it entails being fully open to being hurt. No one wants to be hurt and no one wants to open themselves up to being potentially hurt. But that is exactly what vulnerability is. And although it's scary and you might end up getting hurt, it will always end in making you a more whole person and somebody who has grown just a little bit more. And it's also just a part of human nature to be capable of being hurt and susceptible to being hurt. So by closing yourself off and not letting yourself be vulnerable, you're depriving yourself of a human experience and you're not letting yourself be human. So when it comes to vulnerability, some aspects of life which I think are greatly impacted are your relationship with yourself, your personal intimate relationships, and what you do, whether it's your career or something else that you're passionate about. So 
I'm going to start with vulnerability with yourself. So when it comes to being vulnerable with yourself, a big part of it is just sitting down and really listening to yourself and figuring out how you feel and just being very self-aware. I think emotional self-awareness is something that is really, really underrated and many people don't take the time to understand their emotions and why they feel a certain way. But I think that comes with sometimes not wanting to admit to yourself that you feel a certain way or that you want certain things. This is where the vulnerability with yourself comes in. Sometimes we don't want to admit to ourselves that we're carrying on toxic habits that are harmful to ourselves and having harmful thought processes. But without admitting these things to yourself, it becomes impossible to change your behaviors and work on yourself. I said it in a previous episode that calling yourself out on your own bullshit is top tier self-care and I think it applies here as well. You know yourself better than anyone else and when something is off, your gut will usually let you know and many of us just have to learn to listen to our gut more and that comes with listening to yourself and being more emotionally self-aware. Once you're vulnerable with yourself, it just becomes so much easier to deal with difficult situations and it becomes so much easier to have better relationships with the people in your life. Something I personally like to do is go for a walk or sit down somewhere and just think about all the various aspects of my life and how I feel about all of them, whether it's work or school, relationships, friendships, whatever. I ask myself if what I'm doing is making me happy. I ask myself if I'm bringing up previous toxic habits. I ask myself if the people in my life are bringing me joy and all other kinds of questions that will help me come to an understanding of what and whom I should continue investing my time and energy into and what and whom I should be letting go of. Because when you start thinking like this and understanding how you're feeling, it will make you 10 times less stressed out because most of the time you're stressed out about things that you don't fully understand and you don't even know why you're stressed half the time. So just like taking that time to really listen to yourself is key. And when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself and come to understand your feelings, it will reflect in your relationships with others as well, especially in intimate romantic relationships. One of my friends actually brought up the point that vulnerability in relationships is just letting yourself be you and just hoping that that other person can accept you for who you are. And again, I think this relates back to the fact that being vulnerable is such an innate part of being human because it all just boils down to being who you are. The vulnerability is in that you're letting someone else judge you for who you are and letting them decide if they still want to be with you or not. And I think what she mentioned is one of the biggest aspects of vulnerability in relationships. I find that we all, myself included, tend to act like this perfect person around a romantic partner. We only really show the good in us, especially in the beginning, so that the other person likes us. However, vulnerability also means letting that person see the bad. And this doesn't mean going out of your way to be horrible to your partner. It just means that you're not perfect and you have flaws. And as long as you're not straight up disrespecting your partner and hurting them, you both have to come to acknowledge and understand each other's flaws. Because you never meet somebody as a whole, fully grown individual. You meet people in the process of growing and developing. So don't portray a perfect person when that person doesn't exist. All you can do is let your partner know that these are your flaws and that's what you're working on and they can either accept you or not. But again, of course, that's scary because it's being totally vulnerable. 
The rewards, however, are amazing. If you find someone who you're vulnerable with and who you let in and they see the good and the bad in you and still want to stick around, that's amazing. It is so much better to be vulnerable with someone and have them walk away than pretend to be someone you're not and be with someone and waste your time. Because at the end of the day, they will see the real you at some point. And if it's a year in and they walk away instead of a month in, you've just wasted time. And vulnerability in relationships also brings you both a lot closer to one another. It creates a level of understanding and trust that can only be beneficial to the both of you. You're sharing a human experience with another person and being totally open and susceptible to being hurt. And once you get past that scary bit and allow someone in, if they leave, that's their loss and something you cannot change. And if they stay, that's great. And you found someone who actually likes you for you. And being vulnerable with someone is terrifying. It is. But when you find somebody that you can be vulnerable with and they actually accept you, that's just, that's pure happiness right there. And to me personally, however, being vulnerable in your work and what you do is actually a little scarier to me than anything else. But maybe that's just me. But to me, that's very scary. So when it comes to doing what you're passionate about, the scary part is failure and not succeeding. But in order to succeed and do well, you have to be your truest, most authentic self. And that comes with being vulnerable. As someone who is passionate about writing, I know that my best pieces are the ones where I am most vulnerable and put my heart into what I'm writing. And it's terrifying writing those pieces and letting others read those pieces. But those are the ones that others can also connect with. And those are the ones that are the most popular. I think the same can be said for any medium of art, whether it's music, dance, theater, visual art, or any other form. Being your most vulnerable self and being authentic is what sets you apart from the rest. When you try to imitate what others do and what you see is popular, you're only replicating and you're not creating. To create means to be creative, and to be creative comes from an originality of thought and expression. You have to be original, authentic, and vulnerable in order to create in the first place. And since I'm someone who is familiar with really only the arts, I spoke to some of my friends who are in the maths and sciences to explain to me where vulnerability and creativity can be seen there. And one of them explained to me that although the fundamentals of the maths and sciences are rooted in rigidity, there are areas where creativity can flourish, such as in projects, complex problems, and learning methods. And another friend mentioned jobs such as animators, web developers, architects, etc., which are all career fields that are based in maths and sciences, but have very creative sides to them. So to succeed in fields that are fundamentally rigid and have a set form, authenticity and being creative again is what will set you apart from the rest. I also think just living in the modern age, the digital age, it is very difficult to be vulnerable in person because a lot of our social interaction occurs from behind a screen. And I don't think it's difficult to be vulnerable from behind a screen. I think it's quite easy actually because that person can't see you and it's easy to talk about deep stuff and be vulnerable. But what happens when you sit with this person face to face? A lot of us shy away from being vulnerable face to face because we're not used to it. When it's behind a screen the idea of being vulnerable while being comfortable is almost easy because they can't see you but growing and being comfortable are total opposites and they don't fit together and in person is when you can be the most vulnerable and grow the most and when you will be the most uncomfortable as well because to grow and to be vulnerable you have to be uncomfortable 
and I think the digital age has created this warped perception of vulnerability and that's definitely something I'm trying to move away from too since I grew up having these deep conversations from behind a screen and then not saying a word to this person in real life but that's not vulnerability because vulnerability takes courage and makes you scared and I think connecting with people over social media is great and living in an age where you can connect with people from all over the world is beautiful but when it comes to being truly authentic I personally think that that's something that should happen in person than over social media So the digital age has definitely left some of us with a weird understanding of vulnerability, but I hope that this episode helped at least some of you understand what I think vulnerability really is and how it can affect yourself, your relationships with others, and what you do. Because I think once you let yourself be vulnerable, it changes your whole life. It becomes so much easier to understand yourself and how you feel and lets you see others for truly who they are and let others see you for who you are and to succeed in whatever you put your mind to so i hope you enjoyed this episode thank you for listening and i will see you next week bye guys